Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today, we are talking about mastering pho. And before I get into it, I know that a lot of people out there are saying that it's, called, it's pronounced pho, but I'm going to call it pho today because that's what we call it where I'm from. So pho is a soup and noodle dish originating in Vietnam in the early 20th century. Generally, it is made with beef, but chicken and vegetarian versions exist as well. Pho consists of three main components, the broth, the noodles, and the garnish. The broth is a rich stock made of beef bones and meat. Spices such as cinnamon and star anise are included along with deeply roasted vegetables like onion and ginger. If the pho is served with chicken, the broth is chicken-based, and mushroom-based versions exist for the vegetarians. The noodles are a specific type of medium-wide rice noodle, and these can be found in most, if not all, grocery stores now. Finally, there is the garnish. This includes sauces like sriracha, hoisin sauce, fish sauce, and soy sauce, vegetables and herbs like Thai basil, bean sprouts, green onion, cilantro, and lime, and meat like thin slices of beef or chicken, small meatballs, tripe, or pretty much anything else you can imagine. Pho is generally served with sriracha, hoisin, fish sauce, and soy sauce as the broth, though flavorful is fairly mild. These condiments allow the patron to add spice, sweetness, and umami to their own taste. This makes pho the perfect dish for anyone hesitant about bold Thai flavors or Southeast Southeast Asian flavors in general, excuse me, making the broth. Because the base of pho and the main flavors are coming from the broth, it is important that the broth be of really good quality. It is also important to note that the broth is not complicated to make. It does take time, however. This is something you can put in your slow cooker or Instapot and leave to cook while you're at work. Ingredients. The ingredients for pho uh, broth can be broken down into three categories, meat and bones, spices and vegetables. Let's take a look at each. Meat and bones. Marrow bones or soup bones are used along with a few cuts of meat like shank or oxtail. Really, for the meat, you want something tough and flavorful. You're not going to be eating this meat. It's used for the flavor uh, that's used to flavor the broth and for its fat, and then it's discarded. Both, uh, both the bones and meat can generally be found in the frozen section of your butcher shop, the butcher aisle at the grocery store, or just ask your butcher. Luckily, these bones and pieces of meat are usually really cheap. Though they can be used raw, it is best to roast the bones on 400 degrees Fahrenheit for a while to develop a deep caramel color on the surface. This will add depth uh, to the flavor of the broth as well as color. Herbs and spices. Spices often used include star anise, cinnamon, clove, fennel seed, coriander seed, and sometimes black cardamom. When using these spices, it's important to toast them in a hot pan, hot dry pan, excuse me, with no oil, until they start to become aromatic. They smell strongly and release their natural oils or they start to shine. This enhances their natural flavor and thus enhances the flavor of the broth. Often the spices will be wrapped in a cheesecloth when they're put in the broth, but it's going to be strained anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You don't have to do that. Vegetables. The vegetables used to make faux broth are pretty straightforward. Onion and ginger... That's generally it. You thought I was going to say more, but that's about it. Uh, however, like the beef bones, these are roasted. Roasting the ginger and onion helps to develop a deep brown color and intensifies their flavor. There's a second purpose as well. Roasting the onion helps to clarify the broth. The darker the onion, the more it will help to clarify. Often the onion will be roasted over direct flame to char it, but roasting it in the oven is fine. Putting it all together. Once the bones, meat, and vegetables are roasted and the spices are toasted, they all go in a pot together. Cold water is added, enough to cover everything by at least one inch. And it is very important that cold water be used 
to ensure a clear broth. Once everything is in the pot, bring it to a boil, um, and as soon as the broth starts to boil, reduce the heat to low and simmer for an hour or two. If the broth is left to boil, it will become cloudy. While the broth is simmering, it must be skimmed. You will notice a scum form on the surface. This is perfectly natural, but if it is left to recirculate into the broth, it can cloud it. Do this every 20 to 30 minutes. Use a ladle, a spoon, or whatever, and pull anything off the surface that looks like it shouldn't be there. Once the broth is flavorful, about after about two hours, you want to strain it. You're saving the liquid and discarding the solids. If you don't have a fine mesh sieve, you can use a colander lined with cheesecloth. Measurements. To me, faux broth isn't the kind of thing that demands precision. Having said that, there need to be some guidelines. So if you want to make this at home, I would say this. Use three to four pounds of beef bones. They'll be labeled soup bones or marrow bones. Uh, and with that, use three to four pieces of oxtail or one piece of beef shank. Essentially, you want like a pound of meat. So three to four pounds of bones, one pound of meat. For the vegetables and spices, I use two to three baseball-sized onions and two thumb-sized pieces of ginger, two star anise, five cloves, half a teaspoon of fennel seed, and one teaspoon of coriander seed. Other things you can add. Generally, when I make pho, I add the soy sauce and fish sauce straight into the broth when I'm making it as opposed to serving it on the side. Sometimes I still serve it on the side. If you'd like to do this, use four to five drops of fish sauce and one to two tablespoons of soy sauce or season it with soy sauce to taste. Finishing the dish. Okay, you've made the broth. Your house smells amazing. Now what? Cook up, cook up some rice noodles. I do this by boiling water, pouring it over the noodles, and letting them sit for about five minutes until they're soft. Drain the noodles and put them in a bowl. Add your garnish to the noodles. A bit of cooked beef, bean sprouts, green onion, cilantro, Thai basil, sliced Thai chili, whatever you want. Pour the stock over the noodles and season with fish sauce, soy sauce, sriracha, and hoisin. And enjoy. Conclusion. Pho is a really delicious and fairly straightforward soup. Though it takes time, most of that time is passive, just waiting for the broth. If you've never made it or if you've never eaten it, you really, really should. You do not know what you're missing. So there you have it, Mastering Foe. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe, rate, comment, share this podcast, or do whatever you want with it, because it's all for you. You know that it's all for you. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. And tomorrow is two Thursday, not Tuesday. That means it is Brief History Day. And tomorrow, we're digging deep. We're getting out the can opener. We're pouring out the contents. We're going deep into the brief history of the Campbell's Soup Company. I hope everybody has a fantastic Wednesday. That's what today is. I will see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you soon.